Julio Cabrera doesn't want to miss breakfast. Definitely hungry. The last thing he mentioned <clears throat> is we are at a meditative retreat here in Chiang Mai at Papay. But to talk a little bit about like what's happening here, um, this is a meditation retreat. So um, you have Buddhist monks that live here permanently. Um, a, some of them will come and go live here for a year, two year, months at times. Um, and they'll travel to other monasteries, uh, travel throughout Southeast Asia, um, going to temples, uh, monasteries, and, and, and other places that, that Buddhist monks go to. Um, and here, uh, the interesting part, as Rob uh, mentioned, anybody is welcome. So um, like whatever religion, whatever uh, belief system you, you have, um, you're more than welcome to come here and experience it for yourself. As to what really happens here, um, so we wake up around 5 a.m. Um, at the first meditation is 5.30 in the morning, um, which to some might seem crazy, but <laughs> you, you get, you get used to it pretty quickly. Take a sip to that one. Yeah, take a sip to that one. Um, you get, you get used to waking up very early, um, and meditating. So that first meditation usually starts, um, 30 minute meditation, um, uh, and then 15 minutes of singing in in uh, Thai, I believe. Chanting, the yeah, chanting, chanting in Thai, right? And then... Yeah. And it's very it's it's a very peaceful uh, way to start the morning um, because uh, I'm currently uh, just got this Garmin watch, which is, which is really cool. Got you a little bit hooked because yeah. my Garmin. It's really cool. And it, uh, the most interesting thing that I've found of meditating is my resting heart rate. And it's actually had... I hadn't talked, told you about this, but it's actually gone down to 48 uh, beats per minute, which is extremely low. And that because we're, Julio's training for his first half marathon, which is something really cool that he's invited me to be a part of that journey for him, for you. Yeah. So uh, really have enjoyed being a part of that, witnessing you growing and, and getting to see both your encouragement and the tough days and to be part of both and to get through them together. As of course. It's, it's been cool for me too. Yeah, of course. And then after that, that meditation and chanting, um, there's a thing called alms rounds. And what happens here is that um, the Buddhist monks will separate in three groups um, and the uh, lay people, as all the common people are called, um, will join them. And what happens in this uh, alms round is that we walk around um, and we walk two people's houses and these people give out offerings um, to the Buddhist monks um, because Buddhist monks don't uh, really own anything other than um, the, the two pieces of uh, cloth uh, that they wear. Um, and the offerings are also sort of a chance to offer to Buddha and, right. and to, to do a religious duty of, you know, there's Dharma, but right. not to get too much into that, but it's, it's their chance to do that. So the monks are going around and offering them an opportunity to give their their giving side right. and their dharma right and and the coolest part of of that that experience um was that i was able to be the person that uh, rings the bell when you're going into the houses <laughs> you enjoyed that yeah yeah you <laughs> ring three times as you're approaching the house and then three more times as you're literally in front of the house yeah. um and people will literally come out um and they'll give a piece of offering it's usually food um to uh each monk there um and a little small uh, chanting occurs. Whatever, um, they, whatever they, whatever they're able to, and then a, a chanting or a prayer, right? Right. Um, and and then we come back. We have breakfast at seven thirty, uh, and then it's usually um, 
free time um, until 10.30 where a second meditation happens. Um, and usually there's a talk involved um, in that second meditation. Uh, so again, 30 minutes of meditation and then 30 more minutes of conversation, either a Q&A or just a monologue from one of the monks. And then at 11.30, we have lunch. Uh, and then it's free time all afternoon. For one of the days, I was uh, able to witness uh, ordination of two monks. So that was extremely cool for me. And I can later touch upon what I think about that. And at 5.30 or 6, they've changed the schedules around here. So <laughs> um, the third, uh, an evening meditation happens. Uh, and that meditation starts with the chanting uh, and then ends in the meditation. And I think that's a really cool way to wind down and get ready for bed. We are usually sleeping here on 7.30 to 9. Um, I, I stay usually a little later. Rob goes to sleep a little earlier. I'm at least trying because yeah. I'm not always the best sleeper. But meditation is huge. Obviously, you emphasize that there's three set meditations or, or different activities meditating related. And uh, you also mentioned that lunch is at 11.30. It just should be interesting as a, maybe a reason why you're so hungry is that is that that is also the last meal of the day right and actually i haven't had any food since yesterday at 12 and it's seven twenty-seven in the morning so you're, so, so you're getting good at fasting yeah <laughs> intermittent I'm, fasting yes 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 so i'm pretty pretty hyper aware right now um it, what does it feel like how do you feel because a lot of people are, are always interested to try it but it seems impossible yeah so um i think all mornings uh, i wake up very hyper aware um uh, my senses are pretty uh, like sharp uh, sharp yeah pretty sharp and my eyes are are like extremely wide open um and i think it has to do with the fact that i'm like constantly looking for uh, for you're, something you're yeah. in like your your amygdala hijack yeah, yeah, you're like yeah, yeah, yeah. looking for fight you know fight or flight like where's that food where's the right. next substance <laughs> right um so and and another thing i want to touch upon on on the whole scheduling um just to finish it off is the fact that on that first day, they encourage people to not speak for the 24 hours as they give you um, three books. One of the books is, is the 24-hour detox Buddhist cleanse. Right, explain the whole premise of what we're doing here. Not speaking for 24 hours, something, I mean, as, a, as someone who has a podcast, it's, uh, it's, it's certainly an interesting experience. And most people could think, how could that be, how could that be possible to get right. me to shut up for 24 hours? Yeah, <laughs> that happened. <laughs> it that did. happened. Can uh, confirm. Yeah, <laughs> that happened. There's uh, at least one witness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one witness, and I am that witness. Uh, but okay, now that we've explained the schedule, I think I want to touch uh, onto like what really happened um, for each of us because we both had different experiences. Mm. You did your own thing. I did my own thing for most of the time here. Um, so we have a very, uh, to a certain extent, very different perspective of the ex activities we did. Um, but I think our takeaways will align it itself. We haven't talked about it still. That's why um, we, I do think this will be an interesting conversation. And in that 24 hours, more like, actually more like 36 hours of not talking, um, a ton of reflection. So I tried to bring that into three takeaways to really, even for myself to be able to, especially for myself to distill. And then I'll talk about why that's important and why I believe that's worth sharing. And that's actually my first point of the takeaways, but I, yeah. I'm very much looking forward to this conversation as we haven't had it yet. Yes, correct. Um, okay, and just to top it off, I'll, I'll, I'll give a, a challenge, right? 
Um, and I think actionable takeaways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I think I think the challenge to all people um, that are here watching or listening um, to this podcast, um, I, I think the whole purpose of of meditating um, is is that idea of self development and and self awareness. Um, this whole trip for me was about self awareness, um, and the challenge that I want to do, I want to give out to people is is start start meditating um it's something that i and perhaps in challenging other people i'm just challenging myself mm. um and i think that's I know my, that i know that feeling so yeah, i'll take a sip yeah i think that's uh the the but if you're gonna make it a good if you're gonna make it a challenge if you're gonna make it a good challenge it's got to be concrete and they got to know how they've completed it because right. that's essential to being able right. to the, the success like like we do with the warm-ups right. and the workouts the success metric how do you know that right. you've done it a kpi how long do you want them to meditate for well, I, I think to start, just a minute. Um, five minutes, it's, it's, it's extremely hard, at least for me. Um, so a minute, and, and progress um, every single day, a minute. Grab a journal, write down your seven days a week, a minute, and tally it off, tally it off, tally it off. It's like, I've done it. Right. Completely... Another thing, when and where do you want them to do that one minute? Or should they decide that on their own? I think they, sh- they should decide that on their own. I personally will be doing it in the mornings. Um, I think it- it's a great way to start. Um, honestly, like <laughs> Lumpy Carl said, if you can't spare a minute, five minutes a day, well, good luck in your life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all doomed if we don't right. have that, right? So right. It's, so, it, it, it's, it's, no, it's worth noting on that. It's not because the people who meditate and then find the successes that they're looking for elsewhere is not because they have time for it. They make time for it right. because it's a priority. Right. And I think, I think that should be your priority. Um, I will be meditating um, a, for the foreseeable future. Um, I, I, it's something that I will a, very profoundly uh, take dear to my heart. Um, and I will be meditating every morning. Um, I will start slow. I'll start with a minute. I'll start perhaps going into two, three minutes and, and just see how it goes from there. Um, tallying it off every day, that's going to be my KPI. Um, we like progress and the way you, you go about progress is by tracking it. There's also a very powerful, very powerful book called Atomic Habits. We talked about it by James Clear. Uh, he, he brings in some very, very useful, very actionable takeaways. One, one thing about starting a new habit is you want to know when you're going to do it. You don't want it to be more than two minutes. You want to know where you're going to be doing it, when and where you're going to be doing it is actually partly the the biggest thing about whether or not you'll follow through. So one minute in the morning while you brush your teeth or, you or before you brush your teeth and then reflect it or after you brush your teeth, right? Yeah. Or before you, I, I, when I was getting started, I would say one minute in the morning uh, before I drink my first sip of tea or coffee. Right. And, so, and then I would take the first sip or, I, or right after immediately, whatever it is for you. Uh, and then just sit in and reflect and enjoy that moment because you'll be much more able to make it a part of your actual routine. Right. Okay. So that's the challenge. A minute a day. For how many days? In the morning. Every single day, 365 days at a minimum. Ah, oh, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, 21 days. Let's start with 21 days. 21 days, one yeah. minute a day? Yeah, three that's weeks. That's 21 minutes. That's a lot of minutes. It's not too many minutes. Nah, I don't think so either, but let's find out. Yeah. If 